please don't get me wrong. I am under no illusion that anything will happen because of these hearings, nor do I think anyone is going to be held responsible. I'm just glad that these hearings are happening because there is a very tiny minority of Australian politicians that are doing good things. And no, I don't trust Australian politicians, but when they do good things, you must trust them. And oh boy, this one could see my channel. But let's continue. The Education and Employment Legislation Committee COVID-19 Vaccination Status Prevention of Discrimination Bill 2022 and the Fair Work Amendment Prohibiting COVID-19 Vaccination Discrimination Bill 2023. So there was a public hearing held on Thursday the 3rd of August and in that hearing were representatives from Pfizer, Moderna and the TGA. So, you're going to have to bear with me here because a couple of these videos are pretty long. But I just want you to see how these representatives from these big pharma companies weasel their way around pretty straightforward questions where they do not want to be held responsible for their actions, for what they did to you, you the Australian public, over the last couple of years. And can you explain the process why the vaccine causes myocarditis and pericarditis? I'll take that, Dr. Hewitt. Sure. Um, based on our clinical trials and pharmacovigilance data, as well as real-world evidence following the distribution now of, of billions of doses of vaccine, we retain confidence, strong confidence, in the safety profile of the vaccine. So, sorry, Chair, point of order. Point of order. I've asked, do you understand why it causes, I know that it's a low risk, I'm asking do you understand why it causes myocarditis? I want you, I want you to explain to me why it causes myocarditis. Do you Pfizer, understand why it causes myocarditis? Pfizer is aware of very rare reports of myocarditis and pericarditis that have been temporarily associated with vaccination. Well, that's However, still ongoing for some people. Senator Reddick, uh, Dr. Theroux should answer the question. Thank you, Dr. Theroux. According to public health experts and regulatory authorities around the globe, the number of reports of myocarditis remains small. Well, I'm not referring to the number of reports. I want you to explain to me the mechanism of how the vaccine causes myocarditis. Do you or do you not understand the mechanism of why the vaccine causes myocarditis? It looks to me like you don't. And if you don't understand it, why are you saying the vaccine is safe without qualifying the risks? So, um, Senator Rennick, I think uh, Dr. Theroux is actually about to get to that point. Whether people agree, whether there's agreement to his evidence or not, is another question for others to make a judgment on. Um, but if Dr. Theroux, if you could uh, again go to um, Senator Rennick's uh, question. Senator, uh, all medicines, all therapeutic products and vaccines have uh, benefits and have side effects as well. Looking at the totality of the evidence for Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, uh, regulatory authorities, health authorities, experts globally, including in Australia, within the Department of Health and the TGA, have maintained that the benefit-risk ratio... That's not the question that I asked. I asked, can you explain why the vaccine causes myocarditis? Yes or no? Uh, Senator, the benefit-risk... Yes or no? So you clearly don't understand the pathway, do you? Because you can't explain it. 
I'm not referring to the cost-benefit analysis here. I'm referring to do you understand the biochemical pathway as to why the vaccine causes damage to the heart? Senator, I'm happy to take your question on notice and come back to the committee with whatever information we can provide. I might just clarify, I was not referring to a cost-benefit analysis in my previous response. I was referring to the benefit-risk ratio. And health authorities around the globe continue to recommend uh, the benefits. Uh, and that's, this isn't the question that I'm asking. Anyway, thanks, Chair. Uh, yeah, they continue to uh, recommend it because you paid them to. Seven times you were asked the question. You goddamn weasel. Seven times he weaseled out of answering the question, why does it happen? And then to have the, the, the temerity to say that uh, health officials all over the world recommend it. We've all seen the leaked contract. How much were you paying leaders of countries all over the world? That's like, it's like at the Olympics where you see Coke everywhere, Coca-Cola that is. And it's like, yes, everyone agrees that Coca-Cola is the best. Yeah, because it's a major sponsor of the event. Anyway, so Moderna people were there as well. And uh, Senator Alex Antic wanted some questions answered. Uh, in regards to adverse reactions. I referred earlier to a, and uh, tabled a uh, report um, from a journal, uh, El Silvier, said that wrongly, recent report from the end of last year, which uh, stands for the proposition and found that uh, the rates of serious adverse reactions are occurring at a rate of one in 800 people vaccinated. Um, now, according to your own clinical trial data, um, do you accept uh, that that is the rate? And if not, uh, how does your overall rate of serious adverse events compare with um, routine traditional vaccine products such as uh, flu vaccines and the like? So um, I'm not aware of the report to which you're referring. This is, this is the report of a, of a, of a prominent um, uh, medical journal. You're not aware of that? Um, I'm not aware of that. Do you, do you think, do you, think you should be aware of that? Um, I, I think if you're able to provide that report, then um, well, we, we could provide... I mean, this is part of the frustration of this process is if you were here, we could provide you with that. But, I mean, I, this, is, this has been widely reported. You are a manufacturer of vaccines. I find it difficult to think that you wouldn't be aware of this report. So one thing, I can say, one thing I can say is that as a company, we have, a, a, uh, as part of our pharmacovigilance activities, we do do routine uh, uh, screens of the literature to, to, to uh, look particularly for publications that include adverse events. We do review those publications and those adverse events, and we do include them into our global pharmacovigilance database. So that manuscript would have been assessed by our pharmacovigilance department, and the information from it would have been taken into account and evaluating uh, so, the benefit-risk profile of our vaccine. So, so what, what, what is your, uh, what is Moderna's overall rate of serious adverse events and how does that compare with routine vaccinations, was the question. 
Um, so um, I, I, I don't have the actual rates of adverse events. Um, so you don't, you don't have the rates of adverse events in I front can, of you. If you just, I can refer to the, uh, I'll see I can refer to the product information. What I can tell you uh, is that the okay. rates of serious adverse events in our, in our uh, very large randomized controlled trials was actually um, uh, in a, in a, in a similar range to what was observed in the placebo. You, but you, don't, you can't tell me the rates of serious adverse events. You realise you've come to a Senate hearing today for the purposes of exactly that question, and you can't tell me the rates of serious adverse reactions to your product, which I find extraordinary. Well, what, I can, what I can tell you is that uh, on the TGO website, there are, it reports there are 1.2 reports um, per... That's the TGA. I'm not asking about the TGA. I'm asking about Moderna. You, you, you must have that information. You are a multinational company. You're before a Senate inquiry, and you cannot tell me the rates of serious... Adver I mean, it's quite extraordinary what you're telling me. Nobody can tell me that. Dr. Parker, so, so want to cut you off. Uh, I can I can provide that information um, uh, on notice. Um, I, I just, what, I, what, I, what I can tell you is that we have observed in our clinical trials we observed no safety concerns. There were no imbalances of serious adverse events, uh, adverse events of special interests, or, or, or deaths between the uh, between the uh, vaccine group and the placebo group. Uh, chair, uh, chair, I think we're wasting our time here. Thank you. Does that just boil your blood? I know because it does for me. These people are criminals for what they've done to this country. But wait till you... You thought that boiled your blood. Wait till you hear... Is it the Pfizer CEO? I'm just double-checking before we get to this. Yeah. Uh, sorry, he's not the CEO, but the representative from Pfizer... Wait till you listen to his answer to this question by Pauline Hanson. Um, Dr. Theroux, you actually made a comment that no one was forced to have the vaccination. Mm. Who made the comment? Was it Dr. Theroux? Dr. Theroux, I believe I You made that comment? Right. Mm -hmm. You were in Australia during COVID-19. You must have been fully aware that people, nurses, doctors, people to have their jobs, to keep their jobs, were forced to have the vaccination. Now, do you retract your statement that they were not forced? Uh, Senator, no, I, I believe firmly that nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Mm. Mandates for vaccine requirements are determined by governments and health authorities. I believe everybody was offered an opportunity to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine. I don't believe that anybody was forced to take a vaccine. A lot of Australians will disagree with you on Unbelievable. Unbelievable that he has the balls to say that. Or you could call it coercion, Dr. Theroux, whatever your name was. And I'm not the smartest person out there. In fact, I'm quite an idiot. So I just had to jump on and make sure I understood the definition of coercion to compel to an act or choice to achieve by force or threat, which is what was happening to the Australian public. Dr. Through, whatever your name is. They were told, take it or be destitute. Lose your job. 
lose your ability to travel. And notice that all of these mandates have now been dropped after the fact, after you made billions of dollars off that coercion. F*** you. Ooh. Now here's the next interesting part. Because the people at Pfizer were also under one of those mandates, under that coercion, and have a listen to the treatment that those employees got. I find this very interesting. Read that uh, your vaccine mandate was using your own batch of vaccine, especially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Is that correct? Uh, Senator, so Pfizer undertook to import um, a batch of vaccine specifically for the employee vaccination program read that uh, your vaccine so in other words the employees of Pfizer got a special batch compared to everyone else which could have just been uh, could it could have just been a saline injection for all they know oh man like honestly my heart is is just pumping with rage because of this um, because of this hearing And I just want to remind everyone who is watching this, who is writing me off as some anti-vaxxer, I'm only going to specifically talk to you right now. No, it is you that is the anti-vaxxer. Because all the standards that we had for vaccines was completely thrown out the door to develop and rush through this so-called vax for COVID-19. So when you throw out the standards, it is you who are anti-vax. And what was one of those standards when it comes to vaccines? I don't know, let's ask Pfizer themselves. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanisation before um, it's entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. This is scandalous. She's just laughing it off. Ha <laughs> ha! We moved at the speed of science, which means we moved at the speed of uh, getting the money from you, you the public because we bamboozled all of your government into buying our shoddy product. And finally, I do just want to remind you with this brilliant piece that was put together by uh, Rukshan here in Australia of just exactly the type of people that we were coerced with dealing with when it came to the vax. Does your contract with the government for supply of COVID injections include a clause that negates your indemnity in the event of Pfizer committing a crime such as fraudulent treatment of trial data? Uh, Senator, Pfizer always abides by all of the laws and regulations of the markets in which it operates. It abides by the highest standards for clinical trials and all its operations. In a combination civil and criminal settlement, Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest healthcare fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice. 
Uh, within that $2.3 billion is a criminal fine of $1.195 billion, which makes it the largest criminal fine in history. Uh, Senator Pfizer always abides by all of the laws and regulations of the markets in which it operates. Public health may be at risk, and there's a real danger for patients that the medical providers who prescribed the medicine or the device aren't provided with, don't have full information about the drug's risks and benefits. It obliged by the highest standards for clinical trials and all its operations. And the Office of the Inspector General in this department, and Dan Levinson is here on the stage with me this morning, uh, spent four years in the conduct of this investigation. They didn't just implicate Pfizer. They actually identified and charged the senior managers who were responsible for the fraud. Uh, Senator Pfizer always abides by all of the laws and regulations of the markets in which it operates. Does your contract Do we need to say any more? I just want to point another thing out, that every single person who didn't take this vaccine has zero regrets. Absolutely zero. But I know a hell of a lot of people who did take it, who regret it completely. Because a lot of them have been injured because of it. And as I said at the beginning of the video, unfortunately, nothing will happen. Because with the exception of those few politicians there who only have a tiny bit of power in our government, all the rest have been bought and paid for. They sold you down the river. And nothing's going to be done about it. The company that's got the record for the biggest fine for, uh, for negligence, Pfizer, went and did it again. And people just said, just take it. I just want to get back to normal. You should be furious about this. But I feel like I'm, I'm speaking to a brick wall when it comes to these, these zealots for these companies. And all they can do is throw out the ad hominem of you're just a cooker, you're anti-vax. Please. Bye, right, mate. Thanks very much for checking out the channel and this episode. I've got audio-only versions, by the way, if you don't have time to watch, available at the Brian Madigan. Just search on Spotify and Apple. I'm on X. Follow me at the Brian Madigan. And plus, I'm on all those there too. So if you want to have a chat, let's have a chat. Are we done? Yeah, we're done.